Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hi, Mark Harshberg. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. Uh, you betcha. I was so grateful that we could get connected. We're talking about your new book, The Career Toolkit, Essential Skills for Success No One Taught You. And I, there's so much uh, that we go through college and, and university and then grad school. And there's some things you just don't get in the classroom or even at your job that you learn with experience as you go. Absolutely. And it's kind of a shame we're not teaching these important skills. Think about mm -hmm. networking. We've all heard since we were little kids, networking is so important. Our parents say it, our teachers say it. Well, if it's so important, why didn't they teach it to us? Yeah. Right? We've literally had more training how to tie our shoes yeah. than how to network. Other skills like communication, mm -hmm. leadership, negotiating. These are all skills that can really impact the bottom line of our businesses, the success of our careers, but they don't bother to teach it to us. Yes, and we gotta add money in there, please. <laughs> 
Financial literacy, I think, should be taught in middle schools. Oh, my God. It should. You know, when you think about it, we did not learn how to balance a checkbook. It's something that I guess they just assume your parents will teach you. But often kids will get into the college scene and there'll be the credit card people outside the college, you know, say, hey, get a visa today, get a master card. I remember the first time I ever got one. It felt like I was getting free cash, uh, but it's not free. You soon learn. <laughs> And that's exactly right. Whether it's money management or these other skills we mentioned, some people are fortunate and they do learn it from their parents. Mm -hmm. Others do not. Yeah. And you have folks who get fantastic education, maybe even from top schools, and mm -hmm. they're great at their technical problems. Mm -hmm. Technically, it might be a great doctor or lawyer. They might be a good engineer, accountant, salesperson, what have you. Mm -hmm. But because they don't have these other skills, they don't know how to network. They don't know how to negotiate well. They don't know yeah. how to be effective in their office. They suffer in their careers. They're limited because they might get the right answer from a technical mm -hmm. perspective, but they don't know how to use in the context to really make it powerful. Application is what I'm getting from you. And now so share with me, if what is like the one big important tool you'd say that business owners should have? Is it negotiating? Is it network what is the top tool you'd say that business owners must master i don't think there's any one and it's going to vary from one person to another yeah i would say if you are a small business owner even medium or large business mm -hmm. think about the following when you say okay well if i was a bear networker think about how much more business i could bring in partnerships mm -hmm. customers what if your whole team was better at networking because as small business owners, we often think, well, it's on me. Mm -hmm. But if you can upskill everyone, make everyone slightly better at networking, negotiating, leading, it's going to take some of the pressure off of you and really impact your bottom line. Wow. You know what I'm loving about this, Mark, is I, I remember uh, there was this, I always mention him on my show because he was one of the best bosses I had, but he really made everyone in the in the business feel like you had a stake in in the business and because of that you had a sense of responsibility he held you to a sense of responsibility this is yours he give you a piece of it this is yours but um on top of that you would want to go to bat and, and hold that responsibility and you would be the voice box for the business you go out there and be like oh they're awesome because you'd speak them up because you felt such a a sense of not only responsibility but a piece of the business like it was a part of you Absolutely. You want your employees to feel engaged. You want them to feel that like they are part of the business. And here's a great way you can kill two birds with one stone. We said these skills aren't taught. So mm -hmm. you can sit there and hope your employees magically pick it up. But hope, of course, is never a good strategy for a business owner. Instead, you can proactively upskill them. Mm -hmm. Now, many businesses think, well, you have to send people to training and that's expensive and they're not on the job. And yeah, you can do that. But that's not even an effective way to do it. Mm -hmm. The way we teach these skills at MIT, I've been teaching there for 20 some years, the way they're taught at top business schools is through peer learning groups. So what you want to do is take your team. And if you're a small company, maybe you're only four or five people, it's everyone together. If you're larger, divide them up into smaller groups of maybe six to eight people, but you can scale it up if you want and mm -hmm. have them go through some of these skills. So you could take my book and chop it up into pieces and say, this week we're reading these sections and then we're going to discuss it because what happens it's in that discussion as we talk about leadership and let's hear about a leadership case you had and here's a mm -hmm. challenge i had i didn't know what to do and you're going to give me your thoughts that's where the learning happens 
-hmm. And of course, if you don't want to use my book, you can use any other great business book. You can use articles. You can use a great podcast like this one. The key thing is to have everyone in that group listen to the content and then discuss it as a team. That's where development comes. This doesn't cost you anything. And it creates that team engagement while you're upskilling them. Yeah, and it allows them to uh, really have a voice be heard. And you know what's interesting? How about what's your idea on role play? Maybe learning a new skill like leadership and then breaking people into different roles like you're going to present this pitch and lead it or something. Um, because, you know, there might be people not comfortable with it, but each of us can kind of help where our strength were, help our other you know, employees, associates kind of get comfortable with um, parts they might not be as good at. That is exactly the way to do it. Discussions are great. Also role-playing games. In fact, at MIT, we're not lecture-based for this particular class I teach. We break them up into groups and we have them do these activities. We have, for example, a communication exercise where we say, each of you, I want you to try to communicate this message in a different way. Mm -hmm. See how does it? What can you learn from that? What can they do better? How can you help them improve, you improve leadership? Case studies are a great way to do this, especially for skills like negotiations. Mm -hmm. You can buy case studies online and work through it. Okay, you're going to be the customer, I'm going to be the salesperson. How do we reach a compromise? I mm -hmm. actually link from my website to a number of case studies and online free resources to help companies do this as they put together this type of peer learning program. That is fabulous. Because one thing I got in, in one of the best classes I had in high school was an Italian instructor. And what made him different than all the other instructors, is he was really, really about empirical learning where it has to be experiential. So he would take us out every single class and we'd have to go out into the public and speak Italian. We'd go into Little Italy or something, meet one of his friends and have to order something in Italian. I'm like, no, but he really wanted us to get Italian into our bones. It's not just you're going to sit here in the classroom and repeat back the words and write them down. He wanted us to really speak Italian in everyday life. Well, that's the thing about these skills. If you're trying to teach your company, hey, we have a new system for your uh, expenses. Okay, you bring in the person who knows how the system works and say, hey, everyone, here's how you fill out the form. Here's how you submit it. Really? That's knowledge transfer. It's boring. You go, okay, right. <laughs> I just have to check this box. They learn it. And then they know, oh, expense. I have to remember what I was taught last week. That's not how leadership works. No one says, do these three things and you're a leader. Yeah. And then you say next Wednesday, oh, wait, it's three o'clock. Time to do the leadership. It's not <laughs> that simple. It's more like if, for example, you're learning basketball, but you can't just say, read a book on basketball. Great, go play. What do you do? You say, well, let's, we're going to teach you the rules. Now you're going to do some scrimmage games. Now we're going to do some drills, maybe some shooting, some passing. Then we're going to play some real games. We're going to go back to drilling you have to apply these skills. And mm -hmm. so these group discussions or the role playing that you mentioned, mm -hmm. those are the scrimmage games. That's where we bring it together and really get to practice the skills. Because just reading a book like mine, just listening to a podcast, just going to a lecture, it's good, it's helpful, but you have to take that next step. Yeah, it's the next step. Now, you mentioned quite a bit in the beginning of our chat about networking and how important it is and and they don't really teach networking and what i find interesting a lot of people when you ask them what is networking they have different answers what what is your idea what is networking exactly networking to me is relationship building that's it no more no less now the two common mistakes people make is first they think networking it's something you do when you need a job 
Hi, Christina. Nice to meet you. I'm Mark. I'm looking for a job. Do you have any? No. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. just looking for that quick win, whereas it should be, let's build that relationship. The mm -hmm. other mistake is that people think, oh, I'm adding people on LinkedIn. I'm adding people to my network. I got business cards. I went to this event. I came back with 10 business cards. Yeah. Saying someone you add on LinkedIn is in your network. That's like saying someone you swipe right on Tinder is now your significant other. <laughs> that's not how it works, right? No. Now, if you both swipe right, okay, that's a good sign. Yeah. But what next? What you go on dates, you build that relationship. Mm -hmm. If you met someone, got a business card, or you added this person on LinkedIn, okay, good sign. They didn't reject you. But now you have to build that relationship. The business card, the connection, that was 1%. Mm -hmm. And now you have to relationship build. And it's not about, oh, I need this from you. So let's build a relationship. It's let's get to know each other. And down the road, once we have that trust, yeah. we might be able to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's that first step. The connection's the first step. Now you got to build it forward. And the same would go with sales. I, I think some people, when they first get started in business, think the same thing. Oh, well, uh, I got your number. You said you were interested. Okay. So when do you buy my, my thing? And it's like, they don't know you. They don't know, like, and trust you. They, they don't know if what you have is something they need or want. Uh, and one thing, and, and I've mentioned this on the show before, we had this one guy who worked with the company I worked with who every month like clockwork would come and just visit he was a collection agency that he owned it and he's like hey how are y'all doing it's joe and he's really really friendly I'm like oh what does joe want again he was really friendly though and he took the time to get to know each of us um and find out stuff about us and you know at times i felt like oh joe i don't have anything go away in my head right but it turned out because he was so pleasant and he always kept contact with us when we did have something something came in we couldn't get paid on something he was the first person we thought of so that's part of the key it's building that relationship ahead of time mm -hmm. he wasn't thinking i'm going to visit you three times and if you don't buy done Boom. yeah i also see now i i jump up on a soapbox when it comes to sales and recruiting because i get so much spam it's uh -huh. the well now that we've met now that we're starting to talk through the sales process that might take weeks or months Oh, now I want to get to know you and relationship build. No, you know what? I don't have time. I don't care about you as a vendor, as mm -hmm. a person. I just want to know if you solve my problem. Yeah. But if you had put in the time the years prior, then when it's time for me to come mm -hmm. and find a vendor, as you did, you say, well, let's first turn to this guy. Yeah. We know him. We have that trust. He's responsible. Yeah. He shows up even when we're not giving him anything that's when your relationship built once you're in that process and saying oh i think they're ready to buy let's oh let's let's build the relationship make them like us more yeah. you're you're too late the horse has left the gate yeah <laughs> yeah and you know you make a good point because uh it's a consistency there what was amazing about this guy joe is that he was so consistent and it wasn't a push it wasn't pushy it wasn't like you hear the car salesman it's like push 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 it wasn't that you knew what he was there for he wasn't just there to you know for no reason you knew he was there to see if you had anything that he could help you with but at the same time it wasn't pushy he was always there and then when you had that particular problem he could solve he was the one you thought of because he was consistent and he was always there relationships are built on trust mm -hmm. and that consistency helps to build the trust yeah. The other thing you want to do when relationship building, you don't want to think, what can I get? Always mm -hmm. think, what can I give? Yeah. And so I'm sure when he showed up, always, of course, if you said, hey, I need this debt collected, he'd say, yes, please let me help. But I'm sure in other ways, he was happy to help, mm -hmm. whether it's recommending 
a local restaurant, if you said, oh, I need a you know, seafood place for some out-of-town guests, or recommending other things, or just being helpful, or just chatting, yeah. it's about giving. And when mm -hmm. we meet other people and we give, we build that trust, we build that relationship. So when they start to think, I need, they say, well, this is someone I can trust to fulfill that need. Yeah, absolutely true. And what's amazing, and to that note, exactly, there's been times where even people who have come here and said, we want to do advertising. And I'm like, mm, you're just not quite a fit for our audience and what we deliver. And I don't want to hurt you or our brand. So I've put them to different podcasts or broadcasts because it doesn't make sense to help you know, to, to just take someone on just because you want the money. And, and you're right. So it's exactly what people have to think. It's like, oh, it's best. What, what do I have that I can help you with? If I can't help you, who else can help you in my network? You, you hit on one of the secrets of being a very successful networker, which is making introductions. Mm -hmm. Introductions are amazing because it takes us seconds or minutes to make that introduction. Okay. Hey, we're not fit for each other, but I know this other company that is. I can send off that email in about two minutes. Mm -hmm. And what have I done? I potentially got you a new client. I potentially got them a new vendor. Both of you are happy. Both of you really appreciate that I helped you out. It took me two minutes of my time. So all of us recognize that our networks, it's not just a relationship between you and me, it's that extended network. And if I can help two people in my network create a connection, help each other, I am putting out value into my network and helping out the people and that will eventually come back to me in some karmic way. Yeah, totally. One guy had mentioned to me a number of years ago, what's most important in his business was strategic alliances. And when he first said that, I was like, what the heck is that? And he said, basically, it's like, how do I interconnect with other business owners and we all help serve each other to grow? So it wasn't like, I'm not just in business for myself. It's a community of multiple of business owners and we all get together we go golfing or whatever and we find what are ways i can help you and and vice versa it's not just a one-way street that's exactly right in japan it's called a kiretsu but we have lots of business groups here in the u.s or professional groups and we recognize how can we help each other even sometimes with people who are technically competitors there might be ways that together we can work in a larger sense we might still go to head to head but how can we uplift our entire community and group? Mm. And so yeah. when we think about networking and building relationships, it really comes down to how can I help you? How can I help other people? And what you noted uh, in, in your anecdote there, there's also that being around being top of mind, mm. because if you are a good networker, there might be thousands of people in your network. My LinkedIn connections, thousands of people, and I will not accept a connection from someone I do not know. I can tell you who everyone in my network is, but I don't see them all on a regular yeah. basis. So it's important that I reach out, that I stay top of mind in some way. Mm -hmm. And so you can do that either by reaching out. A great way to do that is on birthdays, anniversaries, mm -hmm. events, mm -hmm. reaching out. If you think of something that might be of interest, sending someone an article, it could be by just hosting events. So back in pre-COVID times, I used to hold a lot of social events at my apartment. And even among my large set of friends, mm -hmm. who I don't always get to see all of them often, they'll at least get an invitation from me every so often. And that's how I stay top of mind. Mm -hmm. And some people say, oh, hey, can't make your party, but how have you been? What's going on with you? Mm -hmm. Because when we want to get those introductions, 
you have to remember who I am in order to introduce me to someone else. If we haven't spoken in two years, you might not remember who I am or what I do. Yeah. And that is a fabulous point because that constant, I'd heard people say, well, you know, I, I had a deal. I worked with this company. They were great through the whole process of getting me onboarded. The minute I was onboarded, signed on the dotted line, it was like gone, gone tomorrow. They never called me. They didn't take my calls anymore. They were just happy. They had my money. And, and that's not where the process ends with sales. Your relationship has just begun. And if you want to keep it going for years to come, you can't just yeah, boom, we got you to sign on that line. There, there we go. You really want to keep that constant contact with all of your you know, vendors, employees, friends, associates. And that comes down to some incentive systems in some companies, because if your salesperson is paid commission only on the initial sale, your salesperson's incentivized to say, great, you signed, done, <laughs> because I get no benefit from any additional minute I spend with you. I have to go find new clients. But if as a salesperson, I'm incentivized to get that renewal, even if it's two, three, five years down the line, then I want to make sure that relationship stays and is good. So think about your incentive systems for your salespeople, for your account management people, possibly for your marketing people and how that plays into new customers versus keeping existing. You have to align your incentives. This has been fascinating. We could go on for hours. I know you've offered so much valuable insights today for our audience. Thank you so much, Mark. Let them know where they can get a copy today of the Career Toolkit. Where can they do that? You can go to Amazon or other online sites. Local bookstores and libraries also carry it. If you want to learn more, you can go to my website, thecareertoolkitbook.com. You can click through to buy it on some of these online places. You can get in touch with me, listen to other podcasts I've done, Download the free companion app to the book that's available for Apple and iPhone. It's free and it helps reinforce the lessons. There's also a resources page where we have links to some of the free resources online I mentioned, a free download, how to create these peer learning groups in your organization. All of this on the website, thecareertoolkitbook.com. Wow, so much value. Well, Mark Hirschberg, I just have to thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.